It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Good morning, everybody. Oh, boy. Are you having the same problem I'm having at my house? Having trouble getting the house temperature up this morning. <laughs> boy, it is chilly out there. Hey, I'm sure you've heard of the Gallup poll, right? Did you know that for the first time in 74 years, they failed to name America's most admired man poll? Could it be that it was because last year, a guy by the name of Donald Trump came in number one? And just maybe they broke a 74-year-old tradition. If they did not approve the results politically and decided not to say that Trump won over Joe. I don't know. Had you heard about that? I, I hadn't really. I wasn't sure what was going on, but uh, I wanted to share that with you. So who's the man of the year? Is it... Uh, is it Donald Trump? Well, we'll never know because <laughs> they stopped reporting it last year when Trump won it. Well, the last time Obama unequivocally came in first place, that was at the end of 2018, leading to coverage on ABC's Good Morning America, CBS This Morning, the CBS Evening News, and the NBC Nightly News. CNN's flagship morning show, New Day, also carried it, as did CNN Tonight with Don Lennon and Anderson Cooper, uh, 360, whatever that is. Now, when Trump tied Obama in 2019, those same shows ignored it, although NBC's Today did cover it. But last year, when Trump pushed Obama to second place, those shows somehow all ignored the story. I think we all know why Gallup has not told us who won the most admired man in 2021. You have any ideas? My sources, Fox and Friends, also Newsbusters.com. Hey, folks, did you know the CEO of Moderna, Stephanie Bansell, yep, CEO of Moderna, said on Thursday of last week that he expects a second booster shot will be necessary this year. <laughs> Despite only 35% of Americans having received their first shot, Bansell said those who got the booster should realize the effects of the boosters won't hold, so they'll definitely need another shot come fall. And that'll work out just in time for the 2022 elections, won't it? My source for this story, the thedailymail.com. Did you know it's been more than a year after hundreds of Trump supporters and others stormed the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C.? Now, more than 725 people have been arrested, and the Justice Department is preparing for its first criminal trials next month. Ever hear of a speedy trial? Well, nearly all arrested have already served a year in jail with no appearance even before a judge. Jeez. But 140 prosecutors are in on this. FBI agents from all 56 FBI offices are part of the investigation. So while some are mentioning there was a million dollars in damage that day caused by who knows who, did you know the cost of this witch hunt is so far? It's $500 million. That's right. $500 million to investigate a million dollars worth of so-called damage at the state capitol. My source, thedailymail.com. Did you know that NCIS and Chicago Fire, both shows which just returned to the TV screens after the holiday hiatus have paused production of new programs due to some staff testing positive for COVID-19. And Whoopi Goldberg says she's baffled. She cannot understand why. 
after doing everything she was supposed to, having taken all the shots, including the booster, she has come down with COVID. She can't figure it out. Dailymail.com, my source. Hey, were you shipping something to Oklahoma using Amazon? Surprise! Hundreds of Amazon packages were found dumped on the side of the road in Oklahoma. And that led to the arrests of three people, including an Amazon driver, as part of a massive theft ring. Turns out the driver was an illegal immigrant. Source, DailyMail.com. Now, in addition to the snow on Friday, we learned that our next-door neighbor, the Stop Quip Mart at 814 Diamond Hill Road, had sold a winning Kino overtime ticket. It seems a Woonsocket man bought a $1 ticket and matched all seven numbers. That person is now $100,000 richer. Now, I checked with John Dion, and he says, Dick, it isn't me. Congratulations, whoever you are. Maybe it was one of our staff here. Any of you guys buy the Kino overtime ticket? I don't. Did you know the Biden administration is gushing over the 3.9 unemployment rate that was released last week? Yeah, wow. They had predicted 420,000 new workers would be added to the U.S. workforce. But guess what? Only 199,000 were actually added. This is the worst jobs report of the entire year 2021. We all knew that military and federal contractors have been let go and are now unemployed. And that's due to vaccination mandates from the president. It's the second month in a row, by the way, that the rate had missed estimates by more than 50 percent. CNBC was shocked. (laughs) I watched the U.S. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prilligar get grilled by the U.S. Supreme Court. Boy, how boring. On Saturday morning, I was kind of tuned into on my cable system, and I came across the Supreme Court hearing. She was trying to convince the court with some of the best gobbledygook I have ever heard in my life. Her job was to try and allow OSHA vaccination mandates to go into effect in February. But several of the Supreme Court justices noticed that the Biden administration had actually been shopping around to find a federal agency that would try to enforce Biden's dumb mandates. It was easy to see why he picked OSHA because, uh, well, Donald Trump, when he was in office, told OSHA to knock it off required OSHA to eliminate two dozen of their mandates and rules for every new regulation they could come up with when he was in office. So when two other federal agencies refused to force vaccination mandates, Biden settled on OSHA, who, of course, hates Trump. If their proposed emergency rules go into effect, it would be on February the 5th. And as the song goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. It was noted during testimony by a Supreme Court justice that there's really no longer an emergency, and yet OSHA is hanging their hat on a law passed 50 years ago, long before OSHA was even created, saying they will enforce Biden's mandate. And uh, the Supreme Court says their rulings are going to come in short order. My source is C-SPAN, and the replay that I watched went on and on and on and on early Saturday morning. It seemed like OSHA could be handed a block by the Supreme Court. So says CNN in their report. You're listening to the Upfront Program. Yes, this is Dick Bouchard. I've got a cold. I don't have COVID-19, but I've got a cold. I maybe should have dressed a little 
warmer when I went out there to shovel all that stinking snow. Somebody wants to talk to us. Go ahead. Hello, you're next. Good morning, Dick. How are you? Well, I'm hanging in there. Hello, boy. Uh, Dick, uh, besides the high inflation, yes, highest inflation in 40 years. You got it. Uh, the upcoming, uh, this is added on to that, the upcoming world tax, which you can look up on the Internet, uh, there's a big uh, write-up on it. Yeah, they're trying to drag uh, us into that. In which the president uh, has assembled 168 nations to buy into this new world tax on corporations. And there's going to be a 15% tax on the corporations on their profit, not on their gross. So this is going to be inflationary pressures that uh, are added on to the uh, normal inflationary pre- uh, pressures. Also, oil is rising. Uh, this, they say in the article on the Internet, to, uh, uh, this will go into effect around May, March, April, May, when the uh, inflation will probably really start going when they raise the gas prices. Like I just said, you ain't seen nothing yet. Right, Dick. So uh, everybody should read that article on the Internet. Uh, the coming new world tax. I'm glad you brought it up, and I appreciate okay. your call. Okay, Dick, thank, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. All right, Bye. you're listening to the Upfront Program. Yours truly, Dick Bouchard. I'm here on the Mondays. I've got a cold, uh, but I'm hanging in there pretty good. So I'm not, uh, not in any pain or anything like that. But uh, <clears throat> I'm going to talk more about my, my illness in a little bit uh, I think you might find it interesting. Uh, The Upfront Program. It's a program where hopefully you learn about things that you had not heard about before. Matthew and Nelv invite you to drop off your laundry at M&N Laundromat. We wash, dry, fold when you drop off for only a dollar a pound. Includes detergent, bleach softener, dryer sheets with clear plastic bags. Pickup and delivery is available too. We have all commercial front load machines, 20 pounds, 30, 40, 60 pounds, and 80 pound washers. And enjoy our 65 inch flat screen TV and free Wi-Fi while you're here. Commercial accounts are also welcomed, including nursing homes and restaurants, we have the equipment to do the big jobs with washes up to 100 pounds and dryers up to 45 pounds. Have a question? Call us at 769-9661. The husband and wife team, Matthew and Nell, invite you to stop by our 389 Willow Street location. Matt is a Woonsocket native and proud to say M&N Laundromat is locally owned and operated. At the CPA firm of Kayer Kasher, we believe in the value of relationships. We view every client relationship like a partnership and truly believe that our success is a result of your success. We're committed to providing close personal attention to our clients. We take pride in giving you the assurance that the personal assistance you receive comes from years of advanced training and technical experience. Dedicated and trusted for over 30 years. For Kayer Kasher, certified public accountants with offices in Warwick at 732-8900 and one socket at 766-8100. Enjoyable dining, all your favorite pickup order to go from Grumpy's Restaurant in Bellingham. Open seven days a week with a great luncheon menu starting at just $5.99. And a little full menu from burgers to steaks to seafood and great Italian dishes including tasty pizzas. One of the best menus in the area. Hungry today or tonight? Well, come on in and enjoy friendly service, reasonable prices, and great food at Grumpy's. Call ahead for a pickup order or place a reservation to dine in at 508-883-0101. Grumpy's, 190 Pulaski Boulevard in Bellingham. Grubhub delivery available. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And the panel on Mondays, yours truly, Dick Bouchard, flies solo. And uh, I just had somebody uh, drop off that was uh, waiting to talk to us. I apologize, but uh, the commercials do come first. (laughs) We are a business, of course. Anyone who falls for the baloney on the mainstream media about the number of global cases uh, should have their head examined. The fact is, so-called Omron virus is just another less strong derivative of the original Chinese flu and about half the strength of the so-called Delta virus. Now, how many times do I have to tell you 
If you don't have a fever above 100.4 degrees, you don't have COVID, period. Now, I offered a flow chart produced by the CDC and the NIH last week, so you can see it for yourself. And if you want a copy of it, just send me an email at bouchard8, the figure 8, at AOL.com, and I'll send you one. Now, if this were TV, I'd actually have the flow chart right up rather than having you looking at me. You do know the chart of cases is falling sharply, but you'll never see that on TV as well. I have it right here in front of me. Because of the Omicron variant appears to cause less severe illness, hospitalization figures may tell us less about the disease and more about the strain on the healthcare system, which has consequences for everyone. Now, the New York Times is reporting that hospitalizations have not yet seen the same explosive growth as COVID-19 cases, but this metric tends to lag case counts. So it may be too early to gauge Omicron's full impact, says the Times. People who actually think they got Omicron virus says it's no worse than a mild cold. And for this, people are losing their jobs? Seriously? The mortality rate for Omicron is so low, I can't even find it anywhere. I looked for it. I can't can't find it. Anybody's dying of Omicron. So far, it seems that everyone I know who claims they had COVID-19 has also had the shots. I frankly don't know of anyone like myself that had covid but did not get the shot. So the vaccine does not seem to prevent you from passing around COVID-19, no matter what variant we're talking about. I bet we hear about at least one more variant before the 2022 elections in November. What do you think? You're next on WNRI. Thanks for calling. Hi, Dick. I think you're going to enjoy this uh, statement. I probably will. I uh, went to the dentist because I am having a lot of dental work done. And uh, there were three other people in the waiting room, along with myself, and all three of them were talking on how they were sick and how they had gotten the flu shots. And uh, I'm smiling, and one of the people says, why are you smiling? I said, isn't that something? I said, all three of you have got your flu shots, your boosters and everything, and you've been sick? I said, I've never gotten one flu shot, and I've never been sick. Never had a flu shot in my life. Yeah, never never had one. Yet all three of those people were sick. You know, they all had their shots. I didn't have any shots, and I've never been sick. Hmm. At least with the flu. You know, yeah. I've had people like yourself. Yeah, I've got a cold right now, but I know what caused the cold. <laughs> I went outside shoveling, and I wasn't properly dressed. <laughs> you know, simple. So I'm, uh, I'm in total agreement with you that the numbers that they're casting out there pertaining to how many people uh, have the COVID, I think is totally wrong. Thanks. Totally wrong. Thank you very much for your uh, eyewitness description of what was going on in the doctor's office. Take Hope care, Councilman. Well. Hope you get well soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, I'm fine. A cold is just a cold. All right. Uh, did, did you hear? You know, this, is a, this is an offshot of did you know. Did you hear? The new mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, has decided to hire his 56-year-old brother as the deputy commissioner of the New York Police Department. Wait till you hear the pay. It pays a mere $235,000 a year. Talk about nepotism. That's uh, pretty much the same job that Tom Selleck portrays on the TV series Blue Bloods, right? Uh, but it's a deputy, though. The younger Adams was previously the assistant director for parking at the Virginia Commonwealth University, where he's been working since 2011. Adams, the new mayor, was an NYPD police officer. Um, he rose to the rank of sergeant before he retired in 2006. That's 2006. His appointment comes just after the mayor appointed longtime friend and confidant, Philip Banks, as deputy mayor of public safety. Well, that sounds like a cushy job. Dailymail.com is my source. You won't read it anywhere else. I can almost guarantee the first place you heard about VARS system that tracks deaths and side effects from vaccines 
was right here on W1RI, right? I know after I talked about VARS about a year ago, people were what the hell are you talking about? It quietly mentioned last week that even though reports to them are voluntary and only give you a small peak of reality, they have over a million reports in the system about side effects that people have reported following getting a COVID-19 shot. And frankly, I've talked to, um, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 people that have all told me they they got reactions from the COVID-19 shot. I said, well, did you turn it into the VARS system? And they, of course, they, they say, what the hell is VARS? Did you hear about the mask strike that's taking place in Northern England? Seems that school children there have decided not to wear masks and bright Bart.com has the story. They say huge numbers of pupils at six secondary schools in the north of England have refused to wear masks or even take lateral flow tests at school, according to Damien McNulty, a national executive member of their uh, teachers' union. While the pupils have worried the teachers' union, they may not be in breach of government's latest guidelines for school, which generally only suggests that masks uh, be worn and, and are merely recommended. Now, a study found that 80% of pupils reported that masks made it difficult to communicate. I'll say, I see these people on television, and, well, I'm reporting here from Providence with a mask on, or oh, idiots. God's sakes, take the mask off if you're going to be giving us a report so we can understand you. Uh, so that's a part of the problem. And that 55% felt wearing one made learning more difficult. And uh, did you hear this on Fox News? Because that's where I got it. A Cyprus professor claims that Delta and Omicron have fused into a new strain, which he calls Deltacron. What did I say earlier, right? They're going to come up with another one. Deltacron, watch for it. It's coming to you in a few months because, after all, we've got to keep this going until the November 22nd, uh, the 2020, uh, 2022 elections. Did you know that so many people are moving out of California that U-Haul is complaining that it has run out of trucks and trailer rentals? U-Haul says the most popular destination for people fleeing California is income tax-free Texas. Who, by the way, has a Republican governor by the name of Greg Abbott. We've talked to you about him quite a bit on previous programs. Did you know that the Massachusetts Department of Public Health announced last Thursday that they're changing Coronavirus reporting, and that begins today. The new reports will disclose whether hospitalizations are from COVID-19 are either primary or incidental to coronavirus. Well, it's about time that they start telling the truth. Massachusetts is a state that brags that 75% of its residents are vaccinated. So how come there's such a high rate of hospital cases in the Bay State? Massachusetts has decided to follow New York governor who questioned, quote, how many people are being hospitalized because of COVID symptoms? How many people are happened to be testing positive just while they're in a hospital for other treatments? This new rule in New York and Massachusetts will answer those questions. My source is Breitbart.com. Of course, it's certainly not a local newspaper. Hello, you're next on NRI. Good morning. How you doing, Mr. B- How you doing, Mr. Bouchard? I'm just fine, thank you. Good. I Thanks have two for your quick courtesy. things. Oh, you're welcome. I have two quick things that I think meld into each other. Okay. One of them, uh, people don't talk about this, but I think the American people's attention span is way too short. Yes. For the benefit of the country. And the other part that melds into it is the leftist leftist uh, media agenda. I really think um, I'm not held accountable. And just a couple examples of that. Look at Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. The administration, if you want to call it that. The pullout, uh, you mean? Def- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They, deflect, they deflect for two to three weeks. And who talks about Afghanistan now? Nobody. Yeah, uh, Hunter Biden. Let's bury it. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, sure. Hunter Biden situation. Bury that too. Him. Bury that too. That was more of a media thing. Sure. And one of the things that's irking me the most right now is as much media coverage as there was with the Rittenhouse case, uh, and it was wall to wall. It was almost sickening. Uh, what have you heard about this? Dar- um, what's his name? Daryl Brooks, the the parade killer who's killed five to six people mm-hmm. in the uh, massacre at the parade. You've heard nothing. I was just looking at my phone before calling you to say hi and. Um, I actually look because, like, you know, you get those updates on your yes, phone yes. about when when things are written. Yeah, they're, they're all written by was, liberals, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. You want to know the, <laughs> the last the last time something was written about it on my phone when I just looked at it, November twenty second. <laughs> Think about that. It's been buried. No one talks about it. And this guy, and I am not racial at all. I don't see color, but this guy has his hatred for. Uh, basically, Donald Trump, uh, white supremacy, all this other stuff. If this was reversed, can you just imagine the wall-to-wall coverage and uh, and, and, and the craziness that would be happening with this? No, I can't, and uh, you're right on spot on. I appreciate the call. Thanks for listening and calling. Thanks, Mr. Bye-bye. All right. Listen, that, that, you know, short and sweet, but right to the point. Does anybody really care? That there were no Golden Globe Awards on television this year. Were you, were you sitting in front of your TV last night saying, where the hell are the Golden Globe Awards? I've been waiting for them with bated breath. The reason they say is there wasn't enough diversity among the Globe Awards people. There are no blacks. NBC wisely pulled out of airing the awards, so they were held behind closed doors last night. Guess what? I have the results for you. I'm going to give them to you later. So you're listening to the Upfront program. Uh, here, listen. What? I know you've got. You're saying, that, "Come on, don't tease me like that." All right. Here are the results. Instead of being insulted by actors, I'm just going to give you the results. Best movie: The Drama Power of the Dog. Never heard of it. Best movie, musical, or comedy, a remake of West Side Story. They did? Uh, Best movie director, Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. Best movie actress, drama, Nicole Kidman, being the Ricardos, when she impersonated Lucille Ball. Best movie actor, drama, Will Smith, King Richard. Best movie actress, Rachel Ziegler in West Side Story. And finally, best movie actor, musical or comedy, Andrew Garfield in his role, Tick, Tick, Boom. That's it. There's the Golden Globe Awards that would have taken you three hours to watch. That's the results. Did you know that thanks to one guy, Joe Biden's $1.8 trillion Build Back Better bill is thankfully no longer on the table. And we all should thank Joe Manchin. He's the Democrat senator from West Virginia whose vote was needed. And he says no to Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. So the bill is dead and may not even come up for a vote. So it seems that Nancy Pelosi managed to get that bill through the House, but it's not going to see the light of day in the Senate And if you know government, if it doesn't get through the Senate, it doesn't get to Joe Biden's desk. All right? You learn these things here on the Upfront program. You're next on NRI. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you, Dick. Thank God for Radio Free Rhode Island at WNRI. Thank you. Uh, The uh, part that really irks me the most is that uh, the people who were left behind in Afghanistan, you don't see anything called about it. It's got to be about 150 days by now. Yeah, and, uh, well, uh, you know, in the, the hundreds of people left behind as well. Go ahead. But, uh, but, the, but the main thing is that, you know, you know, Biden said, oh, we were not going to leave anybody behind. And, of course, <laughs> that was a bald-faced lie. And I know, you know, having served in the military, you know, to me, is that if you want an insurrection, this is what you do. Because when you leave your men behind, you know, nothing good is ever going to come out of it. And those who helped your men, too. And worse yet, the equipment that we used to do what we were doing there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it, like I said, this botched job is, is has to be one of the worst things that, in American military history. Completely agree with you. Thanks for calling in, Bob. Have a good one. Thanks, Dick. You All too. right. 
All right. <laughs> You're listening to the Upfront Program. Yours truly, Dick Bouchard, here on Monday morning. If you think it's easy to put this program together, guess again. Did you know that Bed Bath & Beyond thought that they were so woke when they banned my pillow products from their stores? Well, we just learned that Bed Bath & Beyond is closing 37 of their stores, citing, quote, lack of inventory. I wonder if America decided to boycott Bed Bath & Beyond, as I have done, with Coca-Cola products. And uh, lately I told you about Salvation Army. I was going to send them my $150 check. Instead, I sent it to St. Joseph's Church after they went publicly woke. I broadcast this a while back, but I figured this morning's a good time to repeat Donald Trump's Easter message. Now, I aired this uh, shortly after he aired it on April the 4th, 2021. And here's what Donald said. For years, the radical left Democrats have played dirty by boycotting, boycotting products when anything from that company has done or stated in any way that offends them. Now they're going big time with woke culture, uh, cancel culture, and also going after our sacred elections. So Trump said this last April, quote, it is finally time for Republicans and conservatives to fight back. We have more people than they do by far. And I'm pretty sure he's right. Trump said, quote, boycott Major League Baseball. And I think that has proved... Uh, you know, I, I think I saw very, very less people interested in baseball last year than we've seen in a long time. And then Trump also identified Coca-Cola. I haven't bought a bottle of Coca-Cola product since April 4th, 2021. Have not. And I used to buy them by eight, eight bottles at a time. Delta Airlines. I will no longer fly on Delta Airlines. J.P. Morgan Chase. Viacom CBS, well, <laughs> I have nothing to do with CBS. Citigroup, Cisco, UPS, and Merrick were identified by Trump. How about you? Have you uh, joined the boycott? Let's see what I can do next year. WNRI, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Ask someone who, who I don't even want to call people anymore. Everybody's changed their name. Uh, is of one, like, uh, we have multiple um, races within my family. So we, if I ever called the Puerto Ricans that Puerto X or whatever, mm -hmm. they would rip your hat off, number one. Number two, you have to watch out what you call a student. Yes. He may be a he one day, a she, a it. And who's checking books coming in on the elementary level? Yeah, the, some of these books are pretty uh, pretty surprising these days, aren't they? Are you kidding? The worst thing, I, I, I had, you know, a lot of boys in my family. I babysat one day. I took a little girl and I stood in front of the, in front of the commode, not thinking. And she kind of looked at me and it came back. She didn't go yet. Then it dawned on me. I was so used to just standing, having my brother stand up, go, and this and that. that. Mm -hmm. and, and we laughed. Now they grip your head off. Mm. Well, Little things. And here's the best one. I shared it. You can't say you're going to sit Indian style. No. It's yoga style. <laughs> Are we going to extremes? <laughs> I remember when Donald Trump was... Um, uh, sworn in. And he said under his administration political correctness would end. I let out a yell in my house. You probably could hear it over there in North Smithfield. <laughs> uh, listen, I gotta let you go. Get another call. And, well, you have a good day. Uh, thank and you remember, for listening. there's a he and a she when you're born unless there's something wrong. You got I it. I still believe in science. Completely Bye -bye. agree with you. Bye-bye. And you're next on WNRI. Go ahead. Hi, Dick. I would like to make a statement how I have not watched the Sunday morning show, which is on Sunday. Very wise of weeks. you. Excuse me? <laughs> That's very smart of you. <laughs> well, I felt like turning it on yesterday, and I was, once again, they got under my skin, mm -hmm. because they mentioned President Trump name right away. And yeah. I said, oh, brother. He's a private they, citizen. <laughs> they haven't changed their tune. 
And what really got to me was the three people that they interviewed, of course, were biased and didn't like him Mm -hmm. and put him at the bottom of the list of presidents that have done the worst, coming in three or four at the bottom, not mentioning not one at least of about 12 things that he has done wonderful for our country and that's it uh, i can thank you so much for your yeah. call I, and uh, you're probably wise don't turn on the tv on sunday morning <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> take care thanks for calling thank you. i'm glad she called because she's right you know i tuned in the lively experiment for five minutes five stinking minutes on sunday and I was so disgusted with the, uh, with what was being said on that program. Of course, it's public television. What the hell? It's being paid for by the government. Speaking with Celeste Benjamin of the Benjamin Insurance Agency. Celeste, you provide a wide range of services there. Most of our business is providing home and auto insurance. However, we feel the most important thing to insure is people. Everyone insures their home and autos, which are objects. Only 57% of Americans have life insurance. You may get into a car accident. You may have a claim on your home. But life insurance is a guaranteed payout for your family. We are family. We are here to help keep your family going. Our family serving your family. And Cara Benjamin? My mother, Celeste, will help you plan for retirement and assist you with protecting your family by providing life insurance. The Allstate Benjamin Agency, 125 Eddie Darling Highway, North Smithfield, 765-5000 for the protection you need, the service you want. Across from CBS at Dowling Village. You live in Massachusetts, you might want to check out their office at 72 South Main Street in Bellingham. Champs Liquors for Keyway. 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket, still featuring flip-flop wines. A California winery that has crafted a variety of wines that are fun, fruit-flavored, with amazing taste. Listen to what we have. Two bottles of flip-flop wine for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, Regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10 mix and match. And our newest wine edition comes from Italy. Check out the Stella Rosa Collection. It's a semi-sweet wine offered in a variety of tastes, including peach, blackberry, blueberry, watermelon, and green apple to mention a few, and affordably priced at $11.99 or $12.99. Goes well with a wide range of appetizers, entrees, and desserts. And yes, we continue the best price in town on Bud or Bud Light, 30-pack, 2647 plus tax. We're open daily, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. For a great selection of beer and wine and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors, 481 Clinton Street. Yeah, what do you say we get back to the Upfront program? You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. All right, did you know and did you fall? for that global warming crap 10 years ago. I have bad news for you. There are scientists who actually take measurements rather than try to scare the crap out of you with phony information. It's called the UAHV6 data set. It's one of the most reliable records and it points to absolutely no statistical warming of the planet for nine years and three months. Absolutely none. Now, I own an oceanfront condo in Hollywood Beach, Florida. I bought it 21 years ago, and I was warned that the sandy beach in front of my building would disappear and the water would end up coming all the way up to the seawall. Ladies and gentlemen, I was there last year, and I assure you, the Atlantic Ocean in Florida has not drowned the people in Miami, and neither at my place. The beach is still just as far away from the seawall as the day I bought my place 21 years ago. My source, granitegrok.com. Now let's look back on my March 5th, 2019 Upfront program. When I reported this to you, did you know a radical leftover Obama-appointed Washington, D.C. judge, Rudolph Contreras, has blocked oil drilling in Wyoming? Due to global warming, it seems an Obama-appointed U.S. District Court, and I just gave you his name, so I won't repeat it, blocked oil and gas drilling 
across almost 500 square miles in Wyoming. Seems this Obama judge was actually working in the District of Columbia. And here's what he said. The oil drilling projects must take global warming junk science into account. By the way, he's the same judge who was behind the false FISA warrants that were issued to investigate President Trump, who was in office at that time. Judicialwatch.com. You know, it was one of my listeners in North Providence who called in and said, you know, you should go back and repeat some of the great things that you've said in the past on your program. So uh, I have decided to do that on every program. It isn't easy to do, but my computer is chock full of all. Every single upfront program is completely recorded on my computer, and I back it up on a hard drive. Joey Gallant couldn't make it into the station last Friday due to the big snowstorm. But I bet you he'll be in today if he has to come in by dog sled, if necessary. Because we need him here to help us understand this tricky road to the Super Bowl that the NFL has put in place. And, well, I can't make any sense out of it at all. But the Bucks won yesterday as 44-year-old. Remember this guy? His name is Tom Brady. He continued to break all-time records. Boy, his, <laughs> his passing was so on the mark yesterday. He thinks... Did not go well, so, for rookie Mark, uh, Mac Jones yesterday. But I'm going to let Joey tell you all about it. He, he may be wearing his Tom Brady pajamas. Huh? What is all this crap about wild cards? I don't I have no idea what that's all about. I, oh, my God. I've got another Darwin Award winner for you this morning. This nitwit used large amounts of hand sanitizer while he was in the custody of Catskill, New York, police. This happened the end of last October. His name, Jason Jones, 29. Seems he started acting up against the cops who decided to take him down with a taser gun. Well, you know, better than shooting him, right? with With a real gun. It worked out fine, except that the taser sparks set the man on fire because he had put so much of that damn sanitizer on his face and on his hands. Turns out he died six weeks later at a Syracuse hospital. Oh, poor guy. Channel 10, the ABC TV station that I watch in Albany when I'm up by New York place, showed police videos of what happened. I read about it on citizenfreepress.com. I bet you hadn't heard about it. Fully vaccinated and a boasted big mouth congresswoman, AOC, has COVID. Yep, Alexandria Cortez. She didn't have to take the shots, but she did. She made sure everybody knew, I, I got my shots, and I got a second shot, and I got my booster shots. And somebody should have, yeah, no, no, careful, Richard. <laughs> Don't go get carried away. She made sure everybody knew that she got the shots. We're coming to find out. She's got COVID. (laughs) How do you like that? Uh, Remember, all members of Congress, all members of the Senate chamber, all their staffs are all exempt from Joe Biden's mandates. If you're a pilot, though, you can't fly a plane if if you're tested positive. Triple-vaxxed Geraldo Rivera says he's shocked. How come I came down with COVID-19? I've had the vaccinations and I've had the booster shots. Well, you know what? Has it occurred to you, Geraldo, that the damn things don't work? We're all waiting to see what the Supreme Court has to say about these mandates after their rare four-hour hearing on mandates on Friday. Well, he's at it again, telling that wild story about his Delaware house getting hit by lightning while he was touring the state of Colorado following the wildfire disaster out there. Joe Biden just can't stop telling false stories. He told fire victims in Colorado, Jill and I have not gone through what you've gone through, but we had a lightning fire strike our home and almost lost our home. 
You know, we already debunked that story here on Up Front when firefighters and the Associated Press both said it was nothing more than a common kitchen fire back in 2004. And no way did they lose 25% of their home, as Biden claimed. My source, 100percentfedup.com. He can't tell... He can't stop telling those phony stories. I was wondering what happened following last month's big announcement from Joe Biden that he would be shipping up to 500 free test kits to citizens. And then they've put a postscript on this. They now say citizens who request them. The costs of this initiative are still private (laughs) and are going to be astronomical, of course. I mean, when you buy 500 million of anything, it's going to cost at least 500 million dollars, right? Okay, with other crucial details of this plan. So, the matter, the fact of the matter is, we know nothing more than he blabbed about about a month ago, except that the price of home testing kits, if you want to buy them yourselves, have gone up quite a bit. My source: 100%FedUp.com. Did you know the Mayo Clinic? has announced that they fired 700 employees who have refused to get COVID uh, vaccinations. And boy, that's a lot of jobs. Uh, The Mayo Clinic, I was stationed, FEMA sent me to Rochester, Minnesota. And coming to find out, I was across the street from the Mayo Clinic. Boy, that's a big operation. And that's a lot of jobs. While Mayo Clinic is saddened to lose what they called valuable employees, quote, we need to take all steps necessary to keep our patients, workforce, visitors, and communities safe. The Mayo Clinic said this in a statement on Tuesday. If individuals released from employment choose to get vaccinated at a later date and basically fall in line, the opportunity exists for them to apply and return to the Mayo Clinic for future job openings. Probably for less money. My source, 100% get it, uh, .com. Now, earlier I was mentioning that uh, I, I actually called into John Brian's show on Friday morning. And you may have noticed that I had a cold then. And I still got a little of the cold left. In fact, when I was talking to an old friend in California yesterday, he asked me who was calling. Because he couldn't identify my voice. Well... I have to tell you that I think I might have had something called the grip. You know, that's what my mother Thelma used to say. When Richard got sick, and we lived in a third floor tenement on Manville Road across from the Verdun Mill, Thelma would say, Richard, you've got the grip. So here, take some Sutter Matsier. Sutter Matsier. Matthew. Matthew's cough syrup. That's a black licorice-based cough syrup from Canada. And, you know, I love that stuff. And, you know, when I moved back from New York to Rhode Island, I went looking for that stuff. I can't find it anymore. Syrup Matsu. Do you you remember that stuff? It's a licorice-based cough syrup. So Thelma would say, Richard, you got the grip. Take some cough syrup. And that would fix it. Did I go for a COVID test? Are you kidding? Why? I caught a cold while shoveling 12 inches of snow that fell Friday. I had no fever. Maybe I should have dressed differently. Maybe I should have wore a hat. Yeah, I know. Who knows? Nancy made some pea soap. And uh, that was probably the best medicine. Uh, Pea soup. French pea soup. Good. Boy, was that good. We used the ham bones from a previous meal. I'm almost back to normal. The last thing I need to be is in line for a COVID test. Of course, I'm sure you you probably have an appointment to get a shot today, right? No? Did you hear about this candidate for U.S. Senate in Ohio? His name is J.D. Vance. He posted a video condemning Democrats and GOP leaders for letting the January 6th prisoners stripped of their constitutional rights and left to rot in jail. Vance, a successful author known for his book Hillbilly Elegy, 
posted a video to Twitter calling out all the people in political power who are ignoring the horrible conditions the January 6th prisoners are being kept in. He begins his video by discovering, uh, discussing the lack of serious actions being taken to release these nonviolent prisoners from jails in D.C., where they are definitely being held. It's often framed as an assault on our democracy, says Vance, but the assault on our democracy that too few people are willing to talk about is the fact that dozens of nonviolent protesters on January 6th are being held in disgusting conditions in D.C. jails. He then calls for actions from the GOP, asking its leaders to investigate the riots and lootings from July and August of 2020. He asks why the political leaders who funded, incited, and encouraged those violent riots should not be punished while Trump and his supporters are portrayed as criminals for protesting in Washington, D.C.? And that's a very good question. Go ahead. You're next on NRI. Thank, thank you. Get well soon, Mr. Thank you. Uh, the quick thing I'm going to say is, hey, everybody, uh, when you see all of these lines of people waiting for tests and shots and whatever, don't forget that you might not be able to stand in line to vote this November. That's all. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Thanks for listening. Hey, please tell me how sensible this is. After firing all unvaccinated doctors and nurses and support staff because they have refused to get COVID vaccinated, Ontario, Canada hospitals and clinics have now canceled all non-essential surgeries. Why? Because of the lack of staffing that they created. (laughs) Isn't this ridiculous? Uh, uh, firing nurses and other health care workers for being non-compliant with mandates is now defeating. We are better off having them work. It's time to bring them back. 100%fedup.com. Hey, thanks for listening. Appreciate you being with us. And I hope uh, hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, hopefully I, I put something on the air here that uh, maybe changed your mind about something. You never know. See you next week, I hope. Oh, my cold will be all better by then. (laughs) Dick Bouchard is your host here on the Upfront Program. One socket.